1: Welcome you to Ports Talk. We're in Demopolis again. (laughs) It's meant to be. First time I was here, it was for um, B.B. Palmer 1.0, and I got to meet Taylor Honeycutt, um, Josh McKenzie, and B.B. Palmer. The first time that I met them, they played music at Avondale Bruin in Birmingham, and then I invited them on the show, and now we're here.
2: I tried to quit smoking
1: Tyler, it's good to have you on. How are
3: you doing? Yeah, we're excited. So what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of things. No, I I uh, play music.
1: That's right. Yeah. Is that right? That yeah. is right. Okay, good. Good
3: job. Okay.
1: First question? <laughs> okay. Softball. Now we're digging in. All right. Tell me about growing up. Where are you originally from?
3: Uh, so like I was born in Tuscaloosa and then moved down to this area in Marengo County when I was in third grade. So pretty much this is hometown. Demopolis, Linden, that area. Mm-hmm. So here,
1: yeah. Keep up. <laughs> I have never done anything but pass through here, and uh, I've got to say, like the first time I spent time at Demopolis was here with y'all the first time. Yeah, and it was it was magic. Yeah, it was. Because we, we had, I mean, the baby shower <laughs> across the street, yeah. and then um, man, we had a good time. I didn't know about the the only thing I knew about the red barn was like. Driving by.
3: Yeah, it's a big barn on the Road. Yeah. You didn't know it was a little honey yeah. hole, did you? Yeah,
1: no way. It's a... Uh, so tell me about this growing up. How'd you even get into music?
3: Ah uh, Man, I did like choir and shit when I was younger and then moved to the high school and got a guitar when I was 17 and um, thought I knew how to play and tried to write my own songs and shit and then I um ended up... Deciding I wanted to go to school for music or music therapy, got a scholarship to Montevallo and uh, That didn't really work out well because I'm not a very good student
1: But it got you to Birmingham.
3: It got me to Birmingham eventually. Yeah, I started playing in blues bands and then moved to Birmingham When I left college
1: So just to back it up just a touch is guitar came first
3: I sang and then I got a guitar when I was 17 and like Taught myself kind of how to play it, but nowhere near where I would have been able to play a gig. You know, like
1: yeah, I'm thinking about this. Like, tell me more about Demopolis. Like, just in home when you were a kid, was uh, mom and dad did they play records (coughs) or like how'd you like what was your how'd you even get into music? Like, what was that like?
3: Man, it's really weird because there's not really anybody else in my family that's musically inclined at all. Like, I have an aunt that plays piano, and that's pretty much it. You know, my sister. Um is in school for music now, but you know, that that's pretty much it. But um yeah, my parents didn't really I mean, they liked music and stuff, but it was more like eighties hair metal
1: yeah, but kind I, of shit. Oh yeah. cool. Oh yeah. Can we unleash a monster?
3: Yeah.
1: Dude, retell that twelve year old story.
3: What one? Oh. <laughs> uh Every rose has a yeah, thorn. Yeah, man, I. <laughs> I, I it's can remember, it's, it's like, fun. It's fun. My Come first on. boyfriend just—I uh, don't know if it was my first or my second. Anyways, devastated me. Just broke oh, yeah. my life heart. was over. Yeah. Oh, it was done. That was it. And I just remember my my grandfather had a, a camp house out in Utah, Alabama, near Forkland, and we were up there for the weekend. And I don't get cell service, which I don't even think I had a cell phone at that point. But I just gotten one of those block iPods, like the big fat ones. Ah. Uh. And it had a couple songs on it and every rose has its thorn was on there and I just remember laying in the bed of the loft and just like spread across the whole bed. Just looking up at the ceiling like uh,
2: God why. Rap like, Michaels, You're singing to me. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, that song about that tells you a little bit about my background. Thanks to my stepdad for listening lame music. Come on
1: Alright, so I mean There's let's, a
3: place and time for poison. Come on. I've I'm being gone,
1: rude. Dude. We have we have more guests that were not introduced. <laughs> We got Telecaster Josh. We got Josh McKenzie. I got a bone to pick with you two, man. I saved it for this episode. (laughs) And uh, we have the destroyer of worlds. Yes,
4: it is
3: I. Oh, shit. What was it? What was it? Nasty Nardo. Nasty (laughs)
4: Nardo. K Kateri, B. Palmer, all that. All the above. The gang's all here. Gang's
1: all here. Oh. (laughs) Hell yeah. But uh, just... I want to go ahead and pick that bone right now. I want to. Okay. I want to. I want to put you in this. Is uh, man after we done the podcast and this is what uh, me and Bernard were saying like right after it was over. It's like it's just meant to be. Is I if I'd have known you was into disc golf, I would have brought it up, man. <laughs> I want to talk oh, about God. this just for a second.
4: Yep.
1: Like apart from like uh, you know. That, that was cool because it's almost like an untapped there's an app where you can check in the world, like, wh- yeah. and look at the different disc golf places and uh, with your work you get to travel and yeah. so like you get to go to these different courses yep yeah I I hadn't
5: played much lately um uh, especially now that we live here in Demopolis there's there's nowhere you have to, drive yeah. to Tuscaloosa. Sorry, really? Sorry,
4: you. I thought there would be yeah. about three or four at least. No. Yeah.
5: You gotta drive. But. Yeah, i spent a lot of time playing disc golf for the past probably five years. Yep. Yeah, a long, long time.
4: I mean, we'd go on the road and and we'd all be sleeping in, and Josh would be like in Tulsa playing <laughs> in Tulsa, disc yeah. golf. He'd <laughs> be, be already, i just playing, go play around a round of disc golf by himself, like on the road.
1: I love it, man. Uh, I keep a disc yeah. in my truck. Uh, sometimes I haven't done it uh, recently, but when it was warmer, I would, uh, you know, go play as much as I can on a lunch break, mm-hmm. um, just to chill but <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll step back on that later I just I, I was like I gotta bring that up you didn't notice
3: the the yeah thing th- in the back, that's, right? what,
1: that's what initiated it the first time yeah. I was like oh yeah what's that <laughs> yeah know, I'm not any good at it <laughs> it's just fun I always it's tell a people that sport, man. that's just it I always it's tell people sport that uh, that's probably why I'm when, not even good at it when, when when they when they ask questions about disc golf it was like they'd never heard of it and I was like just think about a sport for a pothead
4: yeah it's a it oh, perfect weed, man I mean
1: everything yeah that's the first time
5: I, I invited Bebe to go he showed up wearing cowboy boots I did? yeah you
4: wore cowboy boots <laughs> I do not know what we are doing I guess he used to wear cowboy boots all the time yeah I did I did these to
5: have some cowboy boots they're in my truck that's broke down outside
4: Oh, broke, down boots
1: broke down uh, beats and a broke down
4: track
1: If it ain't a song it should be right Yeah, yeah. That's right Well let's move on Let's. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to go there just for a second man because I was like it's...
3: What's the proper term for like somebody who plays disc golf like yeah, their... Disc golfer
4: Yeah Disc golfer Disc, disc golfing Disc golfian. Ooh
1: I like that Oh yeah. will e. yeah. It's crazy though. You'll see the people who have like the suitcases, and I saw one guy. He was like legit. He had a bag with a roller on it, wow, like it was a suitcase. <laughs> I, got him. I was like, dude, he's, respect.
3: He's got it. And crates and crates of discs.
1: I got them.
3: Frisbees. He hates when you say that. It's, it's crazy
1: uh, how that works, though. Because once you get into it, I mean, there's the companies and the sponsorships, and like if you mm-hmm. play a tournament, you might win, yeah. and you might get some disc. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. Like the, how the sport has evolved. When I was in Mobile, um, South track. Alabama, it's there's a big scene of it in Mobile. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. huge. It's guy. like they have competition. I mean, they film it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
4: a sport. No it's,
1: it was crazy to me when I was watching Dodgeball. You remember that movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, you remember ESPN, cool. the old show, and it had, like, the, the little squirrel and the jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, now it's like you can literally hop on and, like, people are playing cornhole. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and what?
1: speaking of it's worst sport core name core. ever,
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, <pretty> bad. <laughs> it always reminds me of Beavis and Butthead. I'm like, I am the great Cornolio <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you can turn
1: on the ESPN and just start like playing yeah. corno. We're way off base. I'm sorry, <laughs> No,
3: I was learning so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't
3: allowed to watch Beavis hey, and Butthead. Yeah,
4: like <laughs> um, Judge, baby. <laughs>
1: well, we're back in Demopolis, and uh, I mean why, why choir how would you even get into that was it because of church or
3: I think my mom had a friend or something that her kid did it and she wanted me out of the house for a couple of hours after school and that's kind of how it worked <laughs> like just go to choir practice shit and uh, really I think that's how it worked and it was like a touring choir and then I ended up going to Canada when I was like 10 and cool. That singing is cool. in, like cathedrals and stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I moved, and boys were more important than softball, like you said earlier. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was my whole life. And then I, I kind of got back to it, and I'm glad I did. I did.
4: We all are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, great voice. Uh, during those choir years, uh, as far as like vocal coaching, it, was there quite a bit of that there?
3: Yeah, I definitely like laid down the fundamentals for how I. <laughs> how I'm supposed to sing <laughs> and then whenever I went to college too it
1: yeah monobattle yeah
3: that I mean that it was intensive I mean I had a scholarship so you had to you had multiple you know meetings with your vocal coach a day just Dude. doing things just hammering it and
1: I was uh, I was at University of Mobile I uh, I picked my vocal instrument I was in the music program for like uh, three semesters yeah vocal instrument was voice it was like my roommate was like, "What the, f- what? Yeah, D- guitar. You play guitar, do guitar." And I was like, "I don't want to learn classical guitar. Yeah, right. I don't care anything about. <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, I want to learn how to sing better. Yeah. And so the whole time it was like, breath and posture, yeah. which is two things I'm the absolute worst at. And Same. I was like, I slouch. Yeah. And I smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, I mean, that was that was always, like, you'll be able to push it if, like, it's always yeah. better to stand up straight or, you know, sit up straight and control your breath, which yeah. is absolutely correct. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you so, sitting
3: on a bar still. You're not sitting up straight and controlling your breath. Yeah, that's you know? right. Yeah, like, you said that. There's
1: right a I big mean. difference. Yeah. But So, I mean, what, what, what do you think about that? Like, when, when you were doing the training, what was some of the things that stuck out, like, when they were critiquing you and, like, teaching you how to sing
3: I think it was more of like diction and like how I would say
1: certain words yeah
3: and pronounce things and hold my mouth and stuff because I am from the south and I'm trying to sing shit in latin or whatever you know like this italian aria and I'm like (laughs) sound like a redneck because I am like it's like I'm not gonna change yeah (laughs) is there any redneck opera (laughs) like I can do that sure there
1: is it's called Sweet Home Alabama right yeah (laughs) It.
3: I mean, it was. That was probably the thing that was hardest. I, I, my breath control and like being able to sustain a note, I think, kind of came naturally to me, and maybe that is and, because and of. Like, yeah, that's like one of the things. I'm loud, you know. I can. Projects. I can project. The for
1: girl
3: sure. projects.
1: Yeah. I can
3: do it. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's
1: crazy. You talk about like mouth movement and like just like the way you have to hold your mouth to like. Yeah. Do, but it's very real. We had a. Uh, everybody made fun of him, and I always hated him for it. Was uh, there was this guy at church? He would sing specials. This has been eight years ago. His name was Kyle. Dude, he was so. He was probably the best singer in that church. Yeah. But when he would sing, like everybody, would be like oh here it comes. Yeah. He like if he had to hit a certain note, he'd make a certain face, and like he would curl his mouth yeah. a certain way as he was getting through it, and like. When they would talk to Kyle like, hi you, you know, I was like, Man Screw <laughs> that. Oh, uh, Susan yeah.
3: Tedeschi sings out the side of her mouth and she's a perfect angel from the heaven, so. sure
4: is and sure does. That's,
3: yeah. That's rude.
1: rude. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, it doesn't matter so how stupid. you do it. Yeah, however you got it. Nobody looks pretty when they sing. Like, That's the thing you can't. Right? it's can't. It's yeah. hard.
3: That's why it's hard picking promo pictures for Instagram. And it's like, damn.
1: Ain't that why it's hard, like with YouTube, like when you do the thumb tag? Like, yes, dude. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. it always craps on you.
4: Yeah. 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 That's why you always go boobs. Always. Cool yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Low cut. Low, Low cut,
4: exactly. exactly. People love titties. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's true. It's primed out. And Toofus Terry. Yeah, <laughs> And <right>. Toofus <laughs> Terry. You, you
1: like him too. <laughs> well, uh,. Let's talk about just um, leaving the mob blister at Moneyvallo. It's not working out. Were you staying in Birmingham at the time? And like, what did that look like? How did you get into the scene?
3: Uh, so to be honest, it's a little blurry because I was obviously like newly twenty-one and had my issues, as you do as a musician, most people do. And mm-hmm. but I. Um, I was playing with a guy named Matt Willis, who was like a a big blues guy and was just kind of sitting in with any band I could, doing every open mic, showing up to everybody's shows, kind of being that annoying kid. It's like, yeah, you want to let me (laughs) see? And then it ended up that people would ask me to come and do that or do a special or a a highlight and then started kind of playing my own stuff and was doing that duo and then just kind of went from there. And I feel like... I was heavy in there's multiple different scenes in Birmingham. There's like the older crowd and there's the blues cats and then there's the jazz. There's uh-huh. there's everything yeah. and I kind of feel like I've made my way around pretty all much. Of it. Yeah, I've got friends that I've played with. I've played with so many people from Birmingham like in some way or another. Whether it was one gig or they were in a band or we were in a band, you know. I feel like you learned a lot. From I did. That yeah, I, I did. Yeah, learned yeah. a lot.
1: What a what was the driving force behind that, like, you? Know, like you mentioned money, Vallo, and now you're you're doing all that you can to get in the scene. It's like you really wanted music to work, like there was nothing else you could do. It just had to be that, or.
3: I mean, I was going to culinary school at one point, and like thought that that would be a, a you know a background thing or something to fall back on if music didn't work. But once I started playing in a band and doing that kind of thing and trying to write my own songs, it was completely over. I mean, that's the only thing I ever wanted to do Mm -hmm. and ever want to do. You know, everything was out the window. I just didn't have the confidence in myself when I was younger to be like, I'm going to be a singer in front of a band, you know, and be an original artist. And then once I got a taste of it, I was like, maybe I can do it. Mm -hmm. And then it took a lot of, like, support and great people around Birmingham that pushed me to, like,
1: do it and now I mean did you find all that work that uh, you had put in as far as like stepping in with these people was like uh, it wasn't really part of the plan but you built a great base for people to back you and to believe or like what did that look like when you stepped out to do your own thing um okay say that
3: again <laughs> like
1: as far as far as like when you right. when you stepped out to do Taylor Honeycut. yeah um and I mean, yeah, sure, still collaborating with other people. Um, where did that uh, belief come from?
3: I, it Mainly, honestly, the reason that that all came to fruition was because of three people that really were like, it's time for you to do this and mm-hmm. stop riding on cocktails and do it. And it was James Mullis, Ron Sob, and Liz Newby that were like, this is... We're going to do it, and Ryan wrote me some songs, and we wrote some, and James, and we like, the three of us were, like, best friends, and we, you know, James was coming out with things, and Ryan was writing incredible songs, and Les was behind it, and that's when it was like, okay, this is, you're going to take a shift, and you're going to do original music, and you're going to work hard, and you're going to write songs, and we're going to hold you accountable, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of, it's still like that today, you know?
1: What did that look like at first, like with uh, songwriting? Like, tell me about those those early memories. It's like, oh my God, I don't am I ever gonna be able to do this or like, what did okay. it What did it look like? Well,
3: compared to those two, like
1: yeah, I mean, like Ryan yeah, Saab writes a song every day, and right. then James Mullis <coughs> wrote a banger album and has been writing bangers yeah, for some time. Has and,
3: so many, just both of them just, And Les has been around forever. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it was intimidating as shit, man. I it's, it's like, they still send me songs every now and then, and like, look, like just spit me lyrics and stuff. And I'm like, shit, I've been trying to write a song for, like, <laughs> two months. And it's like, how do you just sit on the toilet and come out with this? like, I just wrote this today in five minutes. You yeah. know, like, it was super intimidating. But it also, I think if I didn't have that pushing me and driving me mm-hmm. and, and that level of expertise that, like, where I put them up, then I wouldn't try as hard. And I would probably write shitty songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like my songs wouldn't be as...
1: So it was running those circles? Was that how you originally met those three?
3: Man, it it was... Me and Daniel Rain were doing an open mic at Little Italy downtown. That's how you meet James. Yeah, and that's how I met James. And then uh, Saab, I met... He was working at Oasis, and I'd go in there and play, and he would play. And I remember the first time I saw him play, I was like, this kid rolls And. We ended up being friends through that, and then Mm -hmm. I met Les through Ryan. I went in to record on one of Ryan's EPs or something, and Mm -hmm. me and Les headed off, and
1: it's been on ever since.
3: It's been on.
1: I guess you. And so, uh, just from there, um, you start working on your solo work. Let's talk about the formulation of, I mean, the people that were got sitting next to us. How did uh how did we get here?
5: It's <laughs> well, been and a
1: long journey. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know that's a big question. Like, let's but let's let's open that up, right?
3: Man, I don't. I think it was just really like try. I don't know, man. I, I, obviously, I fell in love with Josh, and we had a relationship, and then I think that baby was a big. Bonus. Let's talk about that again.
1: Yeah. Because uh, there used to be some animosity there.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't used to like each other. <laughs> For other it's reasons, not. man. For I, other reasons. You know. <coughs> yeah. I, we were just Tell named, them the story. We Why don't you just a... tell
5: them tell him the original story? Why that, I didn't like you? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
4: because.
5: Uh, about him bailing on the gig. Oh, is it
4: was a
5: bailed gig? Come on, tell the story. Don't. Oh, I
4: don't know about this
5: one. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, I know all about I, it. Man, you you just, want me to tell the damn no, story?
3: No, my. Yeah. I was like, um, I don't know yeah, I mean, it's still about that. <laughs> man, who else going to hear this? Get out of my face. Um, the
1: world. The yeah, world. Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: well, world, here we are. Uh, basically, he, he bailed out on a gig that was really important to me and I had my, my that... friend involved. And it pissed me the fuck off. That's and I held that. So I held on to that for like two years. F. Bernard. Yeah.
1: That wasn't was,
3: nickname, I, was I was pissed. I think you had a... a
1: I had some issues going on
3: no there. I don't even think it was like issues I think you have like a legitimate excuse and I was like that's bullshit like I might, I might not have
5: yeah we were probably playing it like Fat Daddy and F, like, I don't know man st- or Auburn oh, man.
3: and I just like got it just became this thing that like and it wasn't <laughs> that I like hated your music so much because I listened to the whole EP yeah. and stuff it just became like,
4: that, like- Taylor hates BB yeah, <laughs> and yeah. everybody
3: around me likes BB and I'm like who's hey, that guy Like, hey, that and then guy. as soon as I meet you I'm like oh my god karma just It works in the weirdest way. It works way. in the like,
4: weirdest ways. It's true. Now, now we're like brother and sister. Yeah, it's know? crazy. we got a deep, deep deep, connection now. I couldn't love him more. And that's right. Was, we just didn't know each other. I mean, that's that's what it was. I mean, we, I, we had misconceptions about each other, I'd yeah. say. You know, that happens. Yeah, that people, happens time, people right?
3: saying things about people like exactly. we were saying
4: earlier. Yeah, it like, goes sometimes. But yeah. Yeah. I'm sure glad... Well, I take no.
3: everything back I said.
4: <laughs> I love Space Texas. <laughs>
5: that's, like,
1: the hardest part. It's, like,
3: I love it. I love this That's my favorite song to play. And then I said, I'm like, hell yes. It was hilarious. I, I really it. didn't have any shit to talk about it. <laughs> I just so, made up I stuff. I like the
5: person. Yeah, <laughs> made this. It's, like, ah, no. what do. That's what that's you, what you do. Up.
4: I'm glad that I'm glad we'd had that animosity because it would have uh, it definitely help so, transition us into really yep. close. It's a funny story. It is a dude. funny story. Yeah, I, when I, I came
5: to one of BB Palmer's shows
4: and was like, "These guys rule! Look how cool they are!" <laughs> I didn't say
5: that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at them; they're so awesome. Look at that oh, Sexy. God. Wow.
0: That. I want to like marry you. him.
3: I did say that. Yeah, yeah that's, now we're gonna gonna that's marry. the one. Now you we're know, gonna marry. That's so the first thing I said to him. I walked up to him and said. Do you
4: want to marry me? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, really. What? Yes, they I do. Are. In May, baby. <laughs> nine Here nine. we are. Boom. Here we are.
1: So let's talk about that. as like so with your music. Um, how long would you be doing it before these guys got involved with it?
3: Um, I've yeah, only been doing my like original music. So my the EP came out two years ago. So it's been. But I played a show. I played Sloss Fest that year right before the EP came out.
1: Who were the people right. you were uh, with at that time?
3: who was playing in my band.
1: Daniel and
3: Inner Rain, Ford, Boswell, um James, Ryan, Adrian, Devontae Hudgens on drums. It was like that was pretty a- much a- like uh, like the unit for a long time. That was the band until <coughs> you know until I pretty much Started doing things on
1: the road with BB, and then we kind of yeah. consolidated. We didn't, we didn't Work meet. Out. We didn't meet that night. Um, I met Josh. Josh was the guy that I asked about having you yeah, and yeah. you on the show. Like yeah. I talked to Josh briefly. Um, y'all got through playing. You went first. You closed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you got off. And reclay Strays come on. I saw Josh. I grabbed Josh. We smoked a cigarette. We shot the crap for a minute, and I was like. I'd like to have you on the podcast. Yeah, and that was also the first night I met James, and like that's why I, all this stuff is like full circle to me. Yeah. Yep. it's like he, like when I hear the story, it's like it makes sense that James was there that night. Yeah,
4: yeah. absolutely. James is
3: one of my best friends in the whole entire world. Yeah, James is good people. Yeah, me
4: and James have been buddies for a matter of, of
1: fact. There was a lot of people in that crowd that I met that <laughs> night. Now hearing these stories, all Zach Zach of that and makes Sarah that sense, that yeah, awesome yeah,
4: Zacharias, yeah.
3: Yeah, sure was. Those man. are so I've been friends with Zach since the beginning and Kyle Kimbrell. I mean all those guys. Yeah. Good people. And buddies with them forever.
4: Good people. But yeah, I think it was like a lull though. Like you had a lull in like your, your band or the, the band that you were at in Birmingham and then when, when you were Josh and then you started playing with us, like yeah. you said, the perfect Brent gig and then and then it's just natural from there. It's like, well, if she's gonna we started adding like two two to three of her songs in our sets so it's like the band starting to learn her stuff so eventually it's just like we'll go ahead and learn it all mm-hmm. and then that way we can go on the road together and we can do separate shows yeah. if we need to yeah consolidate so it yeah. makes so much
1: yeah. sense it's, it's really easier good. to get those bigger gigs that yeah break. like a family yeah. band, band kind of thing the first
5: gig I ever played with Taylor I played bass
3: we played
5: at Cali that was a Davis Little wow the bass player kid yeah. Megan yeah. Davis Little
1: was on still and uh and so, at that time, were you even in the band, or were y'all just no, dating? no? We were just, we were just dating. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't let him. Play,
3: I wouldn't let him play in the band at first because it's like I don't want to. At first, they wanted to keep. You know, I wanted to keep it separate because you know, I, yeah. I was like, you know, like I, was like, That's not gonna I don't.
4: Like song. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> but you I mean, can't. It just makes well. <laughs> the main thing
3: is that like Adrian and James and them. Hit it and went on tour and like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. That's the thing was like Joey Zach. Left. That's the thing with
1: Zach Olsen is yeah. like I wonder same when thing. when things open up where where are you gonna be? They were they're we gonna were be gone. All rotating, members.
3: yeah. Like, every, like you said, it's so incestuous. Like we. That's like, one of the we downsides all of, the, of everyone
4: having the same. Yeah, because all
1: you're doing is trading front men.
3: Yeah, 100. percent But it, what does that say about those players that they can? Switch right. genres and put it on. This is They're, I mean, they're the, some of the best people I've ever met. And the yeah. best people. Like Adrian Marlowe. Joey
1: Rudoso is one of my favorite humans on the planet.
3: Yeah. Love him, dude. Love little Joey.
1: Yeah. New Joey. Devils. Plug it, dude. He Joey's driving. I
5: played this guy with him. And we got to play, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got to play. It's full circle. Everybody's coming. <laughs> Everything's we took coming. Jay
3: McCarley, who was in New Devils, the bass player. Yeah. Jay. On the road to Texas. And that's when COVID happened. Yeah. Jay was Jay on the road. Was
4: on, with Jay with us. Was on the road, Jay Boy. Team Boy boy we are out there man we love you boy
5: at a state park or something yeah he's definitely camping somewhere he's He's a big camper oh yeah (laughs) that's cool man he's like the toughest dude i've ever met yeah he's hardcore he's hardcore great bass player
4: excellent
1: well let's uh let's move it up to the ep we got the uh we got the group Y'all were in Birmingham, or y'all were in Mobile at Callahan's. You stepped in to play bass. Is that one so, that solidified for you being in the band? No,
5: no. Her her EP had already came out before that. Like, okay. That was already out. Whenever. Okay. I and no, I just filled in on bass. That was like the first gig I ever did, and then the second time I ever played was to fill in because her guitar player couldn't make it. Yeah. He had some other gig, and like I I had to. Fill in well. I already knew the songs because I've been practicing for bass and mm-hmm. played at uh, in Huntsville. It was only natural for me to fill in. We <laughs> lived together. Yeah, it was like sense. yeah. She's freaking out that her guitar player can't make it. A guitar player lives. You <laughs> know one. It's like it's like yeah. I obviously I need to bail her out. You know, and uh, but yeah, and that's in at that point it was. Uh, Joey on drums and mm-hmm. Jay on bass and mm-hmm. um, Taylor Goodwin on guitar and he had another gig and I played guitar.
3: James was playing yeah. when he wasn't.
5: Yeah, James was would play. Oh yeah, actually James was on that gig yeah, too. Yeah, gig. he was yeah. on that gig because the first
1: the first couple times I think I played
5: and James played guitar.
1: Um, I forget he plays lead. Sometimes. Oh, oh God, <laughs> He's he's good. He's like he's, he's not. No, he's not. He's not good. He's he's great. It's not hey, a very distinct You, thing. you see, you see
4: yeah. him and Adrian play just by themselves. They did like a few songs at standard deluxe. Like Adrian played stand up and James played acoustic. and that's just. it mean, that's hot. We're yeah. Excited, oh, it was good. I was yeah. like, I had a new respect for James after
1: that. I yeah. Like, I think I saw the video. I, th- yeah. I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Me and him did some some pretty
5: magical oh, stuff man, together, he, playing lead guitar together Ooh. over Taylor's stuff. He raved it about you. It was so we, fun. We, we were talking,
4: he's like, God, man, it's like Josh, man. He's like, he's, he's just so we good. Just, he's like, I love playing with him.
5: We just know how to stay out of each other's way, too. Yeah.
1: There's a beauty in that. I mean,
4: that's how, that's how the, it's like, hard the to good players, like, not the space, not the licks you play, but the spaces in between.
1: You know? I mean, a lot of people will say, like, the silence is is just as important as the noise.
3: yeah tasty
4: can be no
3: doubt that's how I feel about it that's what I look for in a guitar player I feel like no one to play no one not to play
4: right it's an important thing let me sing serve the song
5: you know yep yeah yeah but whenever I started playing really like I guess full time with Taylor's because well we were living together and we were playing like duo acoustic gigs a lot just to make you know extra money playing I mean like restaurants and cover stuff on yeah. weeknights to make money. Pay that we were just paying, you know, yeah. living together, playing music together, and then it just like, I don't know, it just Easy happened. way to make dinner, too. Yeah, it didn't. They feed you at most yeah. restaurants, right. yeah. so
3: we'll go out play a duo show. Yeah.
5: But it didn't feel like Cheap it was big. ever like, yep. oh, do you Cheap want to be big. in the band? It was just like, it just kind of it happened, happened naturally.
4: Yeah, really
1: did. Well, what I've heard earlier, I'm glad it happened.
4: Same. We all are. It's all... It's all a bit of bit of you know, us in a symbiotic way. You know, like it's like a symbiotic relationship. You know, like where the bird is on the cow, pick, you know, and it serves both creatures. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's a beautiful thing to have. You know, not just you giving all your time to one person or or it being lopsided. It's, it's equal. You mm-hmm. know, it's like sure. when, when we hit the road in March, Taylor's coming. You know, because she's gonna be able to do her stuff too. You know, that's right. And it's like, and it's and, and it helps us. So it's just like, yeah, let's do it that way. It just mm-hmm. makes sense that way. So one big happy family. One big happy family. That uh. honey boo boo Palmer family Honey boo
1: boo. I'm with it though, man. I like I like it when stuff like that works like that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, uh, it's I think good. about like you know, just take uh, Janet Simpson, Will Stewart, and then yes. Timber. It's like, doesn't that make it so much easier? Like, yep. what are you gonna get? We could book a three-hour show. We could play Will Stewart. We can play Janet Simpson. We can play, we can play Timber. We can do it all. You yeah,
3: know? absolutely, man. They really do. Yeah, that's
5: basically. How I mean, we that's have, the same
1: example, yeah, right? Because exactly, yeah. like the guys who are our backing band, they
5: have a band mm-hmm. too that's a trio, and so it's all like...
3: different too. Like we're more like Southern rock. Y'all are like more honky tonk country. Yeah, and it then, goes together. And then like the opening co-wheel. band is like mm-hmm. funky, cool little trio thing. So it's like you can have a whole
4: yeah whole right? variety
1: show just with yeah. six people. That's <laughs> right. That's right. So bring me up to the day is like you have some recordings that you're sitting on now, and I want this to be a, a discussion that we'll have for a time because I, I think this is, uh, is very relevant to it right now. And like, you know, what's the point? Because you can't play it.
3: Right. Um. I mean, like, I get the, I get like the.
1: You need content. Right.
3: And I get like releasing a single here or there, doing something like that. But the songs that. I I mean, we're just sitting on so many songs, even some that aren't recorded. We haven't gone back into the studio to do that yet. But like, we've got. For the first time, I've got like a stockpile of songs that it's like, okay, we have enough to potentially do another EP, maybe even a full length, you know, if we go through and sort through and figure out what we want. But I just. I'm not going to pressure myself into releasing anything right now because of covid because it's you know i I, want to be able to hit the road and have a tour supporting if i release an album or something you know i didn't get to do that with ep because it was the first thing i've ever done and Mm -hmm. i played some shows but it wasn't like okay this is a promise yeah this is and that's something i haven't i've never done so Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna wait till the time's right, kind of let it let it happen organically, and not just yeah, feel rush. like I need to put something out to stay relevant. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean?
4: Don't have you don't have to do that, you know. Like especially when did that EP go out two years ago? Yeah, two it years was, ago. It was when we did the when we did ours in 2016. We didn't put another record out till 2019. And I mean, so it's like you know, like a lot of people think you know they got a rush they go put something out, but you don't. You don't have to. You know, like it's it's just. Just make sure you're ready. You know, make sure yeah. that you like it the way you want it, mm-hmm. and make sure that it's as close as you can get to you know what you want. It's not gonna be a hundred percent; never is. But like, if you if you can just be, you know, I say seventy percent satisfied with it, then it's like okay, it can be put out, you know. And then, you know, you can when shows are going, you can back to the tour. Right. Know? Yeah.
3: That's really my big goal. The only thing I want to do. With my career, is write some good songs, make some records, and play in little honky tonks and little bars and dives and stuff all over the United States. That's all I want to do. Yeah,
4: it's yeah. A labor
3: of love. Man. Yeah, it's the only goal I got. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, trying to pay get. my bills.
1: <laughs> so let's let's talk about that. Like with the EP release, I mean, we're talking about the we're uh, you're building up uh, recordings of things that's going to be an album. Um, I think an EP is important. Like what's what's the main draw there? Like I know, uh, let's take COVID out. um, But I mean, you're about to have something that you can tour. Um, Is it is it like a pride thing? It's like I've got something I'm damn proud of, and I'm 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 gonna put it on the road. Or
3: yeah, I think it's also like kind of. I think people have been waiting for me to like really put the work in and and do like a like another EP that's you know my songs and and really kind of form my sound and come into myself. Cause that EP yeah. that I did before.
4: It's testing the water. Yeah. And
3: I think people were ready for that, like honesty and like for me like to be doing that. Testing the water. Well now she's yeah.
4: ready because she's, she's found more of her sound. Each yeah. record you do, you find part yeah. of part of yourself. You become more confident typically, you know, it's, it's so it's like, you know, once you, once you put out the, I call it fiat flower in a, in a drought, <laughs> It's like the <laughs> Italian car, but only F I A D. Right. Yeah. So when you put out "Flower in the Drought," is is a good foundation, but the next one's gonna be heavy, you know. Like it's gonna be. I think it'll be much heavier. Yeah. I mean,
3: you I
1: shared guess, uh, some of those like. today, right? Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. Those are two
3: new ones. Yeah. are
4: yeah.
5: those, those, on Damn list. good songs.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Man. Yeah, it's definitely more rock
5: and like than. Right. Than it's,
3: I've, we've kind of come into the sound, and I've yeah, figured out what I want.
1: Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and just to bring uh, Josh and Bernard back into it, it's like, do you think it's the people that surround surrounding it help got it in that direction?
3: I think, yeah, I think it's 50-50 between the people, the players that I'm playing with now that are kind of down to do more of the kind of stuff that I grew up doing, and me not trying to fight myself on what I really am. Yeah. For the longest time, I'm like, I'm not gonna be country. I'm not gonna be southern rock. I'm gonna to try to stay away mm-hmm. from this. And like, at the end of the day, man, that's where I came from. That's what I listen to. That's what I like to play. That's yeah. who I am. Yeah. And I've, I think at this age, I've embraced
4: that. And I'm like, okay, I'm. Yeah. Once you get out, of, out of the way of yourself, that's when it yeah. starts. Ain't
1: so that crazy? Work. Is that? I mean, like even, I mean, well, just living
4: see, in a state of flow. You know? Yeah. Alcohol in a state of flow. So. Even,
1: even with me, is like, uh. If I was to cover, or you know, go out to an open mic tonight or whatever, right. or even with you or any of us, because we came up in the south like, is like—is that an automatic prediction? It's like southern rock country, and like when we grow up and like we're punk rock, we're anti-establishment, we're against it. It's like I will do anything but that, and right. then at the root of it, it's like I am that.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> that yeah. is. But that is. It is. You're that. But. It's a, small part, it's a small part of you. And, and that's the part that you, like, it's not a small part of you, but it's it's a part of many parts of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of people get tunnel vision and they, they get stuck on that. And it's great to do a record or two, in my opinion, you know, it's good to do, uh, you know, a record or two of it. But at the same time, what's, what's really important, I think, is to take these influences and, and what we all grew up with and then to take what you're currently influenced with and put it to it, and add it together. And just keep, you keep adding on to the foundation, you keep trying new things, and you try to push it forward. Mm -hmm. As long as you're growing, and you have that foundational sound, then I think you're golden. But yeah, it can be tough, you know? It can be tough, no doubt.
1: What's your take? What do you think, Taylor?
3: I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Me too.
1: (laughs) I
3: like a snack.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, radio pause. Uh, so we're going to get into the ASMR portion of the show. We're going to break out the chip cookies. We're going to have a little snack.
3: So I'm going to get my pickle.
1: <laughs> wickle pickles. Uh, I
3: love a wickle pickle for real. Uh, wickle okra. You have one of those. They make pickled okra. Do you not know that,
1: bro? Oh, I know about pickled okra. You know, what my great grandfather used to tell me. Pickles. Oh, I didn't know they did. Oh yeah, that just changed, changed life, my life. Yeah. That just changed my life. Check this out. My great grandfather, you know what he would used to say when he's like, "You're eating pickled okra. What? You better cross your legs or it'll slide all the way down." Oh,
2: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh,
1: and I didn't, I didn't get it at first, but dude, that's that's clever. Hmm, what does that mean? I never ate it. So. <laughs> Try, eat, dude. You
4: don't eat it.
1: I never tried it. I don't like mine fried. But I mean, like, let's talk Why? about this though. It's like that. Uh, you know, uh, okay, just cause we're. From the south, yeah, we have to, of, uh, make a certain sound, act a certain way, act a certain way, yeah. certain kind. Am I redneck enough now or not?
4: Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I
3: never understood that. Yeah, I've never understood that either. And then that's the thing. Like, I tried to fight that so hard because I didn't mm-hmm. want to be stereotyped as that. Because so many people are like, "Oh, you're dumb. Oh, you play country music. Yeah, oh, go you. Whatever." It's like and it's like, man, I, 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 uh, I'm not that. But I kind of am. Well, I'm the, proud that I am now, cause I, I it took me becoming an adult and like coming back home yeah. and all that to to realize like this is where I'm comfortable. I've been trying so hard to push against something right. that I really was just to prove that I wasn't that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and and like, it's it goes a back, paradox. It it's goes back to the, the you know it goes back to the first night we hung out here and had the failed episode. It's like we had this beautiful thing going on across the street, right? And then y'all took me out to experience the town and this like. Um, only thing I knew about Demopolis was I drove through it. Yeah. Right. And then I got to experience it and like everything that it's worth and like got to see some of the culture and experience like a little bit of the heritage even. Yeah. And just, man, this is it's fun. Yeah. I mean, but Josh, tell me, man, is, um, you know, being a, a lead guitarist, I don't get to ask a lot of people this, is, you know, um, you take it back to Opelika or take it up to today is like, you're very versatile. You can do anything. I mean, a pentatonic scale does a lot. It goes a long way. But when you were uh, gearing up for BB uh, B. Palmer or Taylor Honeycutt, like um, it seems you had a great mold on that sound. But you were finally—is it like you were finally able to do what you wanted to do, or what was that like?
5: Yeah, it, I mean, it's. It's so weird, because I mean, like, country music was always something I grew up on, but I never wanted to play that, I was a hippie, you know, I wanted to play jam bands, but when I started playing with um, BB, it was like, that was who I was, but then, playing with Taylor, and doing Taylor's music, her music, I mean, it's hard to describe, so like, when people say, what kind of music is it, I'm like, uh, because it's... It's not country, but it is country. Mm-hmm. It's not Southern Rock, but it is Southern Rock. It's not singer songwriter, but it is singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. I mean now annoying. there's this new genre, Americana. I mean you could throw it in that, but Taylor has so much blues and soul and like gospel sound in her voice that it's it's not like Americana either. It's like so for me, like the way that I play as a country guitar player. I mean, it's like I mean, Dickie Betts is my favorite, you know, because he played country licks in a rock band, and that's kind of the approach I take to her music now. Uh-huh. And um, and the the guys, the new guys playing, it's the same band that plays with BB. I mean, they're southern rock guys, and that's kind of how the sound is what it is now. Yeah, yeah. it's heavy. And t- it's Taylor, you may want to talk about like the fact that like also the like with recording, we've, you know, spent a lot of time talking about it. It's like, she has this sound in her head, and it's like, you know, everything affects it, like vibe and feel, like, of a, of a studio, of a yep. band that's playing with you, of everything. It's like, she wants to create this sound that she's had in her head forever, and, you know, it's like finding all these pieces. So, like, not releasing something is like, because everything's working together, and it's like it's seeming like it's all starting to happen, Mesh. you know, and like, yeah. but like you have to have everything. You can't force it, you know. Yeah,
1: you know. Yeah, and I mean, just like back to when we were um, back there getting the songs written and getting those recorded, mm-hmm. is it, it's great. I like bringing that up. Is uh, she's got a certain ear. Like it needs to be in tune.
3: Yeah, tuner died. Tune die. well, dude, I've <laughs> been—I—I right?
1: I have sat in a lot of band practices, and I've never seen a tuner used so much in my life. <laughs>
3: I just want i i don't know. I've—I've I've listened back when I've played, and I didn't care about that, and I didn't tune, and it
4: does make a difference.
1: <laughs> it's right? every
5: difference. It does. Yeah. It does That's man. Taylor's maybe self-conscious about being in tune because like she's always like. You in tune? I'm like, yeah, I'm in tune. I'm,
3: i can hear if you're not in tune though. I'm
5: always in tune. I right.
1: think I got a pretty tune, good ear. Yeah, she's got a, a keener ear on that than me and Josh
4: do. It's dude, very man. cute. Yeah. She's got it. It's Styled in. Yeah. No doubt.
5: doubt. about that. Yeah, Taylor, every time she would like go and like do something and like singing with someone, say so if she got invited, like she did a thing with uh, Oh gosh, uh, Duquette Johnson. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, this thing at the Lyric Theater. And like, he's done all these things. And every time she she gets back, she's like, man, our voices go perfect together. I'm like, Taylor, your voice goes perfect with everyone. Every it's course, like, yeah. every time it's like, oh, I, I can sing so great with them. I'm like, you sing great with everybody. There's no one that she can't harmonize with. Yeah, she's good and It's at that. like, man. Mm-hmm. And
4: the weird part is, like, she's so good with other people's harmonies. But- it's hard to find harmonies for her, you know. Like just because her voice is so, you know, a the register is higher, the notes are higher. B it's it's just powerful. It it doesn't have to have backup vocals, but you know, having backup vocals and harmonies really serves. Like you know, yeah. But it's hard to to find. Apparently, only her sister can sing with her. Yeah, and, she won't hold do that. She's she not into my it, kind so. of music. She won't she won't sing with me. But mm. sibling harmony is the way to do it, though, really, because, you know, you're so connected. But, yeah, it's it's crazy. We're
3: working on it. We're going to get there. We're going to keep working on it. That's get right. some harmonies down.
4: Yeah, we will. All it takes is time. Yeah. I man. mean, harmonies are, like, you know, something that, like, you're not going to get down in one rehearsal. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that you have to build on live shows. I love the to...
1: excitement in y'all's eyes. I've seen y'all twice in a private setting. Uh, when y'all sing together, especially on your songs, B.B., is like when y'all start singing together, it's like the look each of you give each other is like, yep, there it is.
4: Yeah. It's... <laughs> We're
3: like nodding the whole time, We're doing it. We're yeah. doing it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> I always nod and smile at Taylor because she's, because I, for some reason, she's always so unsure of herself, but I'm always like, so every time we sing hard, I always make sure to smile. Yeah. So she's like. So she, I know. see that, yeah. I, 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 that's one thing I always
1: <laughs> noticed. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it's happening. It okay. Yeah, because she's like, <laughs> it's happening.
4: And I'm like, yeah.
3: is this what you want? Because yeah. I'm thinking all the time, I was like, shit, is this what he wants?
4: Because you're
3: pretty particular. I am. If particular. you don't know that. Yes. If you don't know that, you haven't seen I've it yet I've
4: definitely yeah. learned it. <laughs> Let's just say oh, Two tracks kidding. took us Eight months To post for to do to mix Because I'm so But that's
1: alright see though. I've seen Well particular Too I know, I know a lot of Particular B.
5: people Oh man. yeah
4: <laughs> just, what, Say that again yeah.
5: i seen grown men Cry after with BB From the dirty looks He gave him the whole time uh, Cut them down baby
4: I can't help I'm trying to get better At that But I can't help it man It's not a bad thing dude It's not a bad thing But at the same time It doesn't really serve To keep the positive energy Up when I'm looking back And being like It puts more pressure On the person You know <laughs> I just can't help. Them. I'm just like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been like in the middle of the song yelling, be like, "Come on, <laughs> like get it right." <laughs> but uh, I'm get trying to work it, get better.
1: I but. want the Coleman story. Oh
4: shit. Is
1: Fair game. You just tell. Fair game. Yeah, you got, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. You you said you would tell. Oh, yeah. So I, tale of the it's, taste. It's, it's, a, it's
4: a beautiful
1: story.
3: Four though. years. So I mean, not to shit on people in Coleman.
4: Oh, and man, if we're going to get into this, we'll get into it. Well, I don't
1: want to shit, so maybe we we're we're shouldn't. We're not shitting. We'll just
4: preface by to each his own, you know, whatever right. you're into, you're into. I, I don't like shitting.
3: We're not shitting. Mm-mm. We're, uh... Yeah. You have to shit, though. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's you know. But, so I'd, I'd play there on this like, every year. And, like, every year it was progressively <laughs> more and more, uh... Confederate flags, oh, and uh, um, <coughs> obviously, if you've listened to the EP, Ryan Saw wrote "Flower in the Drought" and I recorded it, and I stand by it song. And yeah, it's a great song. It, uh, there's a line in there though that there is a there's a line mm-hmm. in there about
4: that, that that people can get all you know. And then you know
3: they're they're riding around their golf carts with the flags and everything, and I, I don't, was it the year that we played?
5: No, no. So like I think the one part that you're missing to the story is the first time you went there, <laughs> Devonte was playing drums and it it really like n- not offended him as much as like made him uncomfortable, uncomfortable to man. be there. You know, he's, I mean, he's African American, so like, and Devonte a pure and, soul too. Like, and not yeah. to mention, he's a big old dude, so he don't have. No, if he's intimidated, then right. there's an issue yeah. going on, and that's and that's I think when Taylor like was like. You know, screw this! I'm gonna, you know, sing my song. And, so
3: I just yeah. screamed. Uh, can I say bad words?
1: You can say everywhere. Yeah,
3: I just, I just screamed, uh, goddamn flag, at the end when the of the line set. the came in. Yeah.
5: So. And she didn't get invited back. I didn't. After that. I didn't get invited. But the back.
4: funny part is, they booked me. <laughs> and <laughs> I, was I was still, <laughs> still there. Surprise! Baby. Surprise! But see, I didn't know about the gig. I didn't and know. And we're like, like play what, this out. I didn't know what it was till we got there. I didn't know what we were playing or anything, and then I heard all, I heard all the stories after we played it, and I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense, I guess." You know. <laughs> but there weren't any this year.
5: Yeah, there weren't any. And it's like that shows yeah. that
2: people can change, and people yeah. are good, and people are
1: aware of that.
3: And in Coleman, Alabama, if people can change and realize that that hurts people, then you everyone right. else can too. And it and that's right. uh, it was a good. That's why I didn't scream it. Yeah, you know the
4: thing is, like, you have to, you have to, you know, people always want to get mad at other people because you know what they think or what they view, but you have to understand it's all ignorance, and we're all ignorant to a certain extent, you know. Completely. And it's like I would say that a person
1: is smart, but people are dumb.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's. You know, it's. It's it's certainly some truth to it, but it's like you know, it's like you're not gonna get anywhere by, you know, forcing your views onto someone else. Let's just have a conversation, you know. As the old saying goes, um, uh, wise men discuss and fools argue, you know what I mean? It's just like, let's just sit down and talk about it, like, you know, but put all our beliefs aside and, then, and understand at the end of the day, hey, we're all the same thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're all humans, so, mm-hmm. you know, it don't matter what you, what you like or what you don't like, hey, I still love
1: you. It don't matter. So that's right. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel I'm for about you. It. Yeah, that's it. You Even know. if I'm not. Yep. Exactly.
4: Yep. That's, you said it, so. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, that's the Coleman story. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to pass this on to you. James Mullis' question. Worst spa- stage banner you have ever heard, or your worst stage banner?
3: Man, I just get nervous and talk about chicken nuggets. <laughs>
1: I respect that.
2: I yeah. do. I literally,
3: yes. I panic and I'm like, shit, I'm not saying anything. And it's taking me a while to tune because I'm anal like that. And uh, yeah, I just start spouting off about chicken
5: nuggets.
1: Like particularly McDonald's or like... Is this
3: any chicken nugget? Sh- I don't discriminate. I just love chicken nuggets for real.
5: It's the weirdest thing because she does really bring up chicken Every nuggets time. in the most weird situations. It's like, did you just say that? I'm like, it's embarrassing. i like... Okay, I'm going to start playing just to cover up some space. Yeah, let me, oh, me
1: say face here. <laughs>
5: I forgot. Yeah. You. The Chicken Nugget Queen. Yeah. When we opened for Ward Davis and you're like talking about chicken nuggets but on shit, stage. I just do
3: it when I'm nervous, man. It's always
5: the cool <laughs> shows, too. I did
3: it at Avondale. Yeah. 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 Well, somebody screamed "chicken nuggets." And I was like, "chicken nuggets!" <laughs> like, she had a I don't remember nugget. that. It started as, as a birthday thing. Cake yeah, I don't know where sure. it started really. My love for chicken nuggets. I, I think it was well, I was living in a house, and Justin Oliver from Winston Ramble and Mendon Player was there, and I think we like. Yeah, I don't know where chicken nuggets started. Oh, I do know where it started. I don't know if I can tell the story. Never mind. I did. It's a. I was tripping my balls off one night at a. You can not tell the story. After Sloss Fest. And I could not stop thinking about chicken nuggets. And I was crying. Just saying, like, I just wanted chicken nuggets. It was like freaking out. that's how it started I've
5: also heard this random story about Taylor beating on the McDonald's uh, drive-thru window and the (laughs) was saying I see you in there (laughs) I want some chicken nuggets their coffee was on the table and
3: had ice in it I knew they were in there I like, they were closed like I'm gonna get out of the car and bait on the window I know you've got chicken nuggets (laughs) I'm not dumb y'all ain't closed you're just hiding from me
5: she loves chicken nuggets
3: I do. I really don't eat them that much anymore,
5: but... I actually don't.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to get better. Recovering.
5: I do. I ate them for you.
3: <clears throat> yeah, that's, well, my, that's my worst. Thanks, James.
1: <sighs> no problem. Thank you, James.
3: Thank you, James.
1: Anything else to add or subtract?
3: Uh... Not much, just, uh... Plug. Stay tuned for uh, plug some the music socials. How in, do yeah. they?
1: How do they stay tuned?
3: Uh, Instagram is probably where I'm the most active. My Facebook page was just Taylor Honeycutt, and my Instagram's Taylor Honeycutt <coughs> Music. And uh, you can go listen to EP anywhere, pretty much. And there's a single out on there too. And um, yeah, we're gonna take our time. Maybe a little while, but when it gets here, y'all are gonna like it. Hopefully, it's a new sound. It's new songs. It's Hopefully, I will be able to tour it and come see some people soon.
1: That's right. Yeah. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to Ports Talk. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show, whatever app it is that you listen to on. Helps a lot. Tell your buddies. uh, Tell your enemies. uh, Tell whoever. Thank you. All right. The first song that you heard was uh, "Trail of a Broken Heart," and we're gonna close out with "Way to Get Out." Thank y'all so much for listening.
2: Am I wasting my ears Choking back the tears Flower never made it out of the drought As the way Is it good? Baby